Women's History Month. So you know we gassing each other yes. up for all the 30 days, 31 days. <laughs> 31 days, 31 of, days March. of March. Yes. And March 8th, this past Wednesday, was International Women's Day. Yes. So, so I definitely had to shout y'all out. Yes, I had to do the same. There's a picture <laughs> I've been waiting to post, and I was like, you know what? Aww. This is a perfect moment to post this picture. Yeah. You know, as if you have to have a reason. <laughs> I didn't just post it, but this gave me the perfect excuse yes, wow. to exactly. just gash y'all up. Y'all are so amazing. I didn't even think to post. <laughs> y'all are so amazing that I didn't even think about y'all to post I just, y'all on I never Wednesday. really understood the importance. So now I'm happy that we're doing this podcast mm. so I can share my take and my view on maybe a couple of reasons why I never even just saw how important. But now as I reflect back and just though as the brief conversation we just shared with one another before this podcast, I was like. This is kind of a big deal. Like, it's yeah, huge. It's huge. huge. <laughs> it's huge because like we just came off of uh, Black History Month, so I'm really feeling yes. black. You know, I'm have feeling... you seen that pose where it was like how women are walking? It was a, a black woman just straightened <laughs> down hey, the hallway. Yeah. And it was like how black women walking into from Black History Month into <laughs> Women's Month. <laughs> yes, that's how I feel. I'm like, that's dang. how I feel too. I'm like, oh, we just finished Black History Month. Right, now we're right. Yes, yes. I'm black and a woman. Like, mm, too powerful. Thank you. Thank you, God. <laughs> it's so fun. But blessing me. But blessing yeah. me with, with this. this. Power. With yes. this power. But yeah, I mean, I guess since we talking about women, I gotta talk about y'all. Y'all. Yes. Y'all. Y'all. <laughs> I y'all don't I don't think a day goes by. I don't think a day goes by that I don't think about my girls and how amazingly blessed I am to have Kobe. Deborah and Jasmine in my life, like literally, I'll be texting them spur of the moment because I'm just like I cannot even comprehend how amazing they are. You really do do that. I, I have to because I just be thinking like my life would be boring. It would be no like when I meet people and I'm just talking. I'm like I always talk about y'all. Like, I gotta always. see these. Yeah, the always. Like, who are they? You always talk about them. Like, I know my coworkers probably get tired of me. Because <laughs> I'm always talking about my girls. I know. Girl. My girls. Yeah. Y'all make my soul twerk. Like, soul twerk. Mm, Not my soul feel, but my soul twerk. My soul pull and twerk at the same time. Like, yes. But I want to tell y'all why. Okay. Why? Because a woman is a good thing. Like, a woman is a good thing, and that's not just for a husband, but for friends. That's true. <laughs> but that's so true. these girls pray for me. Oh, they encourage me. They give me the best advice I could possibly think of. Like, Jasmine had to put some real, real stuff. I had to call her. I was like, hey, look, I need help. Should I call so-and-so or not? <laughs> she's like, well, what is your intentions? And I'm like, I'm, let me think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to really reflect. Lord. But it's like you need real people in your life to show you like what's real. Because if there's a person who's always like a yes person or always telling you 
you know, what you want to hear, that's not, like, your real friend. You need friends that are going to tell you, like, nah, girl, like, you're wrong, or that lipstick doesn't look right, or you're not grinding hard <laughs> enough, or whatever it is. That's and, like, true. I get that from my girls. Like, mm, I can't even think. I can't even think. I'm just so blessed. <laughs> but, yes, that's why. And I already said they pray for me, but that's huge. Like, prayer is everything. It is. It truly is. Oh, yes. <laughs> so thinking back off of that, I really just reflect over like the duration of our friendship, and that's how. I mean, I would say that's the reason why I appreciate you all so so much. Because I remember when I first met y'all, not even first met y'all, because we've been knowing each other tick, way, tick, way, way, way longer than when. <laughs> but I mean, I'm talking about when we first actually started this this bond, this mm-hmm. friendship. I was cool with Kobe before I was cool with yeah. Tiffany. They was part of the BABs. Stands for bad ass bitches. She will and never let high. live this down. Y'all okay, had a whole party, come on, Tiffany just mad because she wasn't with the cool kids. No, 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 no. I know I was never a badass bitch. <laughs> Everybody wanted to be one in, in middle school, so I'm just saying. Why was we saying that in middle school? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Okay. But reeling it back in. <laughs> but once we got really close, and I think it was it was in high school for, I think really when we all got close and, and, and bond and, and formed a strong bond, I will say that probably happened in high school. And so just thinking back and reflecting back how, I don't want to say lost, but how lost I was out here in, these, in this world as a woman and my own femininity and just just growing to, because, you know, you go through puberty and you go through that awkward stage of just, like, all right, well, I know I did. I just didn't know, like, just finding myself as a woman, seeing Mm -hmm. what type of woman I'm going to be portrayed as in the world. Am I going to be portraying myself as a a bad AB, or am I going to portray myself as a queen and just understanding my value? And Yeah, and it definitely (laughs) could have gone one way or the other because Mm -hmm. there were some, you know, people we were hanging out with or mm-hmm. some crowds that we could have fell into that, and that yes. our lives could have been totally, you know, different. Girl. But it isn't. It's just important. Like, I'm so glad. I wouldn't so have it any other way. Mm. Yeah. Like, I know whenever I um, moved to Pearland, I, that was a fear of mine. I was just like, I have so many friends, you know, back where I live. Aww. Like, I'm going to have to start all over. Like, I was just so scared. And the first day of class, me and Jasmine had um, – Homeroom home together, and I was like, um, "Can I sit with y'all? Can I be y'all friends?" Oh. <laughs> like I literally asked. I know I what I see. Like, um, I'm new here. <laughs> Can I be your friend? Y'all seem cool. Oh, so and then I was like, "No, no." I was like, "Oh," and you was just playing, right? Oh. You know, I like start the walk. I was like about to turn yeah, off she the walk off. Off. I was like, oh, okay. Oh my god. And she was like, girl, I'll just leave. Get your ass over here. <laughs> get your ass. I was like, girl, get your ass over here. Girl, with an ass like that. Get out of your friend. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. She will be a perfect addition to our babies. Do you see that ass? Oh, <laughs> that's just a perfect example of like how sometimes as women, we are so hard to like approach each other. Mm-hmm. Wow. But. It was just natural. It was. Oh, it was just like, duh. Oh, that's so sweet. But I don't even know how I met you, Jasmine, but we play basketball together. I don't know how I met you. Basketball. Basketball. Yeah. I think and we was... had pre-AP, like, AP classes together. We had a few AP classes, yes. so we definitely um, had projects and things together that we did, so... 
I really don't know how this friendship <laughs> I started. I don't, started I don't either. Rebecca, me and you. Yeah, because Rebecca and Deborah. Because you hung out with Deborah, like, yeah. for real, for real, before I really hung out with her. Uh-huh. But I think <laughs> I was already still your friend, though. You were, because we used to hang out with Haifa together, yeah. too. Yeah. Because y'all was like. It was really basketball. <laughs> it's really what connected us. I know, but it's just, we, like, know. we didn't hang out outside of that. Yeah, we didn't hang out. Like, when did we say, okay, basketball is not going to be the tie to our to us. Because y'all used to sit on the bus together. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> but we were still close because I remember once. I know we was close. Because I'm I trying remember. to, like, what was that defining moment? Yeah. I don't know what that defining I moment. I think it was just us working. I don't know. Like, how do we start we working whole, out? We were in a whole dance. We, we were, were in a whole, <laughs> we, were, we were in a, we had a, what? Dance group. We had a I dance group. Was, Maybe it was that. Yeah. Look, it was a whole bunch of things, but Look. thank you, Jesus. Right. Because it stuck. I don't know how it stuck, but that's how beautiful it is. And I really I do. don't know who I would be if it wasn't for them. I don't I really know at don't. all. I'll be ratchet and weird by myself. Yeah, but. Probably, probably. Ooh, I don't have any idea what I would be. I don't want to imagine that. Let's look. keep it here. <laughs> yes, but it's just very important. And I know everybody doesn't have friends like that. I encourage you guys to pray for it, um, just for a support system, whether it's women or men or, you know, a church group, because it's just important to have people who truly want the best for you. And not everybody wants the best for you. Ask for that discernment to, like, who bring the right people in my life and let the other people just stay out because you, they literally define me and who I am and who I'm going to be. Right, and that's who people, whoever you're hanging around, is defining who you are and where you're going. And exactly. I'm thankful to have y'all. Like, I'm thankful to have y'all around because mm-hmm. I was literally thinking, like, I'm low key married to Jasmine, Deborah, and Jasmine <laughs> because I ain't ever leaving y'all. <laughs> like, y'all ain't definitely, never leaving definitely. my life. <laughs> and I definitely think it's so so just for women. Going back to the topic of International Women's Month, it's important to have a group. Not even a group, if it's just your one girlfriend, but to have a female, someone that shares the same sex as you, that mm-hmm. friendship, that bond, because although we want to confine in our significant other or mm-hmm. our family members, someone that's not blood related to you and someone that's like genuinely has your best interest and actually care for you like they would care for themselves type deal. Mm-hmm. Like I would never tell these girls to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. So... It's important to have that because it's one, if it's one of men, they can only understand you to the the depths of their own experience. And since a man and a woman is two different sexes, we we can only understand the opposite sex so far. And I found this like true in myself, like the more... Um, like just being for an example when I was in a relationship I kind of started to confide in my my significant other when I'm like hold on I need to step back because you really understand once you haven't been around your girls for so long and then you get back around this like dang I really really genuinely need this it's no way it's going to replace the love that I'm receiving from my significant other and no way can he replace the love that I receive from them it's just this special type of of love that I think Every man or woman, if you're a man, you need to experience this with male friends or mentors and women. You just have to experience because they can give you that advice that that's unbiased. That's because, um, you know, sometimes when you get family, I mean, um, information or just advice from family members, 
they can either judge you or give you advice based on who you were and who they see you as my mm-hmm. little sister and you're only gonna give that little sister advice or that um auntie type of advice it's like that you not that okay do this because i think you'll be popping a snatched in that like <laughs> you need that type of that real that yeah. your man ain't gonna be like, Oh girl, you smashed or like, Oh, you sneaky, like I hope he wouldn't. I don't know, like, like I don't even want it. Exactly. But you need that, like he might gas you up in other ways, like, Oh girl, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't <laughs> wait till tonight. Like, yeah, yeah. But we gonna gas you up in a different way. And we gonna make sure you snatch. Gonna make sure. Gonna make me step my game up. And even like I know sometimes you come to us with like relationship things, like both of y'all. But we will never tell you, like, there's a lot of girls who are like, girl, you better leave him or you better do this. We're more of, like, no, you're wrong. You're, you are acting crazy right now. <laughs> right, uh, right. You might want to look at yourself in the mirror or, like, you know, that's wrong. But, you know, you know, everybody's human. It's more of, like, but if he was really wrong for you, we would tell you that, too. But mm-hmm. a lot of people don't want to see other people happy because they're in a relationship mm-hmm. and they're not in a relationship. But now we're like, nah, you need to be getting married. And we feel like he's a good guy for you or something That's like that. True. You know? That's true. So you really got to watch out for that because that really having that good intent, your friends should really, really want the best for you, mm-hmm. you know, and not not the worst for you being them fake friends. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> so yeah, but we're really thankful for yes. you. <laughs> oh, hey, my mom is actually tuning in. Hey. She'll never tune in. Hey, mommy. (laughs) But she said it happened during the pop show Basketball Night Grace Center, but after y'all graduated from college, y'all's bond grew stronger. That's my mom was saying how we met. The pop show, yes. Yeah, we, yeah. Shout out to the pop show. I wasn't cool enough to be in y'all group. (laughs) (laughs) But you were in uh, the Michael Jackson place. True, you're right. You're right, you're right. But let's talk about women, her story. You know, from the past and the present. Yeah, and just to give a little history, you know, in 1987, the National Women's History Project helped lead a campaign to launch Women's History Month. And this is a time designated for recognizing accomplishments made by women throughout history. Yes. And I think it's so cool. It is. I didn't even, I don't know why this is, like, really the first year I really knew that there was a Women's Month. I don't know why I didn't. Didn't know this was a need. Like, I feel right. like everybody really gassed it up this year. I'm yeah, glad they did reason, too. I'm like, why don't I ever remember it being hey, Women's Month? This has been going on <laughs> since 1987. <laughs> like, this has been a thing. It feels like it started in 2018. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, why is this year? Why is 2018 Women's Month like year. so strong? Like, you see it everywhere. Yeah, that's like true. this is the theme. You know, because hmm. maybe, maybe, oh yeah, no. I was gonna say just maybe because a lot of the movements like Me Too and Time's Up, like that's we ain't taking right. no mess anymore. That's like, that's true. where women hear us roar, and then that whole sexual assault thing that went on with women coming out, and yeah, that's saying, the Me Too movement. Yo, like I said, but I'm glad you broke it down because some people don't know what, me yeah, too I was speaking on behalf of those <laughs> of us that didn't know. <laughs> but yeah, actually, speak on the Me Too movement. Basically, do you want to explain it? Oh, you go ahead. So it's just like a lot of women have been coming out, and you know, even though people have been coming out a long time ago, people are actually hearing now. I don't yeah, know if it's due listening. to social media, but it's like a lot of people in higher up mm-hmm. are taking advantage of people um, and sexually harassing them, and it's just not right um, at all. And they've been getting away with it for years, and 
now we saying and in the Me Too hashtag actually started from a black woman, but I think it was Alyssa Milano who really, you know, made it public, made it really Global. public and po- popular. Mm-hmm. And I wish I knew that black lady's name. Sorry, but um, yeah. And so everybody was hashtag Me Too if they had been sexually assaulted. And mm-hmm. It was so many people. I like saw so many people who said Me Too, and it was just so sad. And um, then Oprah went up there and was like, "Time's up. Like y'all ain't effing with us no more." Like. Um, so Me Too at times I think really pushed that International Women's Day to be like in mm-hmm. month in Women's Month to be like, hey, right. Me too. And then a whole it's time to Oh no. No, no, I didn't have nothing uh, to say. <laughs> and then the whole thing with uh, Trump talking about you grab a woman's bar. Yes, the women's march. Yeah, the women's yes. march, march that started that stimulated in which birthed the women's march afterwards. So yeah, definitely. It's just like a lot of women power out there right now. Right. Love it because we are so powerful. We are so freaking powerful as women. When I just think about the powers and just the the studies and the research and even the spiritual information, like it's just when you think about it. And I've said this in a previous podcast, but how you always hear about I had a praying mama or a praying grandmama. You don't never just really hear about a praying father <laughs> like that. I had a praying father. I had a, a praying. Not saying that that men that pray are, are are completely absent, but I'm just saying it's this spiritual spiritual inclination that women have. This intuition that God voice that's just if you as a woman can and me as a woman can really just hone in and just tap into the power that God has given to us and and use it for and then there's this this post that's circulating around and it's saying like women y'all are supposed to use y'all spiritual inclination to help uplift your men not to try to tear them down like where you been who you was at I mean who were you with where was you at who was you at like I don't know how to answer that question <laughs> like women will have you asking you some questions you'd be like I don't even know how to answer that you're like you're supposed to use that God force for the good of our men not for the demise because like we really we really do. Like, every successful man, their stories go way back to Alexander the Great and, and far beyond that. Every successful man have a strong, powerful woman by his side. I mean, by his side. So, men always saying, like, we're um, outnumbered and I can have 13 wives and 12 wives. Or if I lose one at a drop of a hat, I can just replace her and get another one. But you won't have a quality one. That's what you really, really want. So, because... You can count the numbers, and, and of course you can sleep with X, Y trillion, but Ooh, is it going to really, nice. really be something that fills your soul, someone that's going to be there to the end of time, someone that's going to actually care about your best interest, someone's not just there with you because of the idea of you or because of this facade that you have. It's someone that genuinely loves you and wants the best for you, and that can help elevate you to be in that best. Because even, I just love Toby and Fat's relationship. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, thank God I married this woman because she saw herself, like stepped outside of herself and was so selfless enough to say, um, I'm gonna be the love that you need, not the love that you want type mm-hmm. deal. And it's like, she knew, like the God voice tapped into her and was like, I know how I can make this man glow up, but he don't even know yet. I don't mm-hmm. even know yet. And so, women just use our powers wisely. Don't be using it to and abusing it. Right. It's just that what you said made me think of two things. You just know how there's more women than men on this earth. 
Yeah. But the thing is, and we live longer. And like, we live longer because we're better. I'm just playing. But <laughs> I was just gonna say, but there's like, we're even though we're more of us on Earth, there's still more men in leadership positions. Well, in America at least, hmm. and That's it's true. just like we've been in the back for a while now. It's just like we haven't had a woman president yet. Hmm. Um, and it's more of us on Earth. It's. I was thinking. I was thinking. Um, listening to Ava DuVernay, she was just like, there was, she was like a first of a lot of things as a black director. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, there's more women on the earth, but like, there's not, no one I could really look to as like a black um, director, not because there wasn't people before me, but just because people weren't given the opportunities I've been given. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, there's so many, and it made me think about her when she said, um, basically something about us, our stories being told. Mm-hmm. So thinking about like, I don't know what the specific ratio is, but think about eight out of ten uh, people who are curating these stories and what's on the radio are men. And it's just like mm-hmm. you think about why we are so sexualized. It's because it's mm-hmm. men backing you. Most of the things that we are watching, they're not wow. thinking about who that we are for beautiful. real. So it's just that very is. important to be in different positions as a woman to really take care of the woman and mm-hmm. see our perceptions because men can't really see what we need. Mm-hmm. We see what we need. You know, it's not their fault that they can't really see it all the time, mm-hmm. but it's very important for us to be in different positions so that we can, you know, be there portray for us. Portray yeah. our stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. So it's just like, there's more of us than y'all, but we still are in the background. Mm. There's something wrong with that. Yes, that is. So the t- two points I want to address, the one that you just said, like there's, that makes so much sense. What actually doesn't make any sense at all because there's so many women, but we don't hold any of the leadership positions like any of them, not any of them, but like not in a majority. On a vast country, Mm -hmm. there are other women leaders in other countries, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, well, speaking specifically for America, then so yeah, no, there hasn't been a woman president, but there are, I mean, we have come a long way. There's women mayors, there's Mm -hmm. women, um, like in Atlanta, I want to say, there's a woman police chief that's Um, really good. So women are starting to have those leadership roles, which is not that that one, yeah, that major one, like the presidential. Yeah. Or I mean, I'm just it's not enough. That's the thing. It's like there's women judges, you know. It's well, just then again, I'm, I guess I'm, I guess I need to yeah. reevaluate where is the where what place is that question coming from? Because I think women we are natural naturally nurturers, so I think we should. Not necessarily saying we should or shouldn't, but I'm saying we hold more of the titles and the acclimates in areas that don't get as much publicity, if that makes sense. Like, um, there's me, and I'm trying to think, hmm. I don't know, I don't think it's that. Honestly, I, and I don't remember where I heard these statistics. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was my pastor who was talking about it, or, mm-hmm. but more, it's women who aren't ready to see a woman. Mm-hmm. There were more men who voted for Hillary than women who voted for Hillary. Mm-hmm. So we have to ask our question, why is that? Why aren't other women supporting because, women? And, and this is why I think it is. I was I was going to get to that, That's but I didn't know how to say that, but I like how you did that because <laughs> I brought my thoughts together. So I think it's because women, when we see another woman, we're putting either our own past limitations on us, on them, or we're putting what we perceive women to be. Like So when we think of women, not saying we, but just... On a societal societal scale, I think we're seeing them as nurturers um, only, like 
you only need to be a nurturer. You don't need to be out here shot calling, being in a war battlefield. You don't need to be out here doing X, Y, or Z. These are man characteristics. So I, as a woman, I can't see myself doing something like that. So I'm going to put these limits on you and say, I don't think you need to run a country because I know if I was to run a country, I had to run this thing to the ground. So I just know how emotional I am. So you're probably like me. So... I don't think I'm going to support that, a woman doing something like that. Because usually, even we've said this in the past, when we when we think of a man, we want somebody to take charge. We want somebody to do this. So you automatically incline and tie these types of positions in the, the higher, the, the, the positions of power, we tie those on to men. Because, I mean, it's their nature. I don't think it's a bad thing, me personally. But I'm just saying there are some women that do defy those odds, but on a bad scale, I don't know if all women would be qualified. But there would Way be. Way more qualified than the nigga we got in right now. <laughs> I know. And I was, was going to say on the flip side, I think that a lot of women probably thought this woman wasn't the right woman for the job. But, you know, if there was a woman, you know, better woman, they, I, I don't know. I'm just, no, you're right. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking that. I hope that's what it was, that they just didn't vote for her because. You know, because they were just she wasn't the what the the what the, the woman that they felt should have been in the position. I agree with that. But I think that goes back to women stepping on other women's toes because men, they have this little brotherhood, guy code thing <laughs> to the ground. They don't be putting their emotions in with the business. They be like, So this is what and I say that to say this. So if a man not qualified. People mm-hmm. still gonna back him up like he the most qualified thing in America. <laughs> like if we we, we 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 with you, you my dog. I'm gonna ride for you. I'm gonna cut for you. Most men will just like not to necessarily take the back seat, but they are men are like really loyal to us an extent, even if it's not. Because women, when we do, when we're loyal, we put our blood, sweat, care, tears. Men, they kind of draw the line with other men. They're not really just going to cry with other men. They're not just really going to sit there and, like, have 10-hour conversations with other men. Not saying that they won't. Even if they do, they still... So I feel like that's what... That makes it easier for men to put... To, to, to stand behind another man. But women, we try to think of... Like, we try to get too deep into the whole... all the scenarios. Yes, we try to think about so much instead of just, like, letting things be and, and letting them be great and work themselves out. We think of, like, a thousand miles around the clock and back in a matter of a second, and then we trying to limit that those things onto that another woman. Okay. That's, that's just what I've experienced. Okay. I just think... It's all bullshit. I'm sorry. No, 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 I don't think it's all BS, but I really think that a man, I mean, especially for something like president or mayor or leadership, leadership positions, mm-hmm. I believe that the I don't, I don't, I believe that a woman is best for those positions. Right. Just like if we can equal. do our home, then why can't we lead yeah. uh, the whole world? Yeah, the country the rather in a city. It go. It's just so deep because when I think about it, I I would I've thought about okay, what if I was president? My whole thing was like I wouldn't want to be president because watching scandal. I don't know if anything's true. I would not be able to blow up countries and kill people and send yeah. out like that's not me. You think about those. I'm thinking about yeah. those kind of things. I'm not gonna be killing people for no reason. I'm gonna be trying to. So we ain't like, killing nobody. Yes, right. Bring people together. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just like, okay, that's that's not for me. But it might be for another woman. Yeah. Uh, maybe she can actually, you know, cultivate some kind of kumbaya culture. Um, but I was just thinking, like, mm-hmm. I just know women can 
do lead anywhere because I just think about myself, really. I think about, like, or my mom or other people. All these women, I see they do so many things. They have leadership positions. I see CEOs. I see people, women taking care of their kids that are CEOs. Mm-hmm. Women that really know how to, like, kill a room, like, and be bad and do all these things and think emotionally and rationally and logically all at the same mm-hmm. time. And I really think, like, there's no excuse. Like, I really think a woman could really run this country because we run our homes and we run these jobs so effortlessly. Mm-hmm. And we bring that emotion and we care for others so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if we're going further to, like, a black woman, sometimes it's just... It's, it's so good to be a black woman, but it could be so overwhelming because, mm. you know, we look to men to be protectors. But in all honesty, I find myself and I see other women, we protect more than anybody. Like we Absolutely. are protect through our prayers. We protect through conversations with our black men and our black women and just anybody in general. It's just like, mm-hmm. I want to protect you. So I need to tell you this. I need to tell you how mm-hmm. to get uh, how not to fall. I need to tell you how to get to the next level because I want to see you shine. Like, don't do this because I'm trying to protect you. I'm praying over you right now because I'm trying to protect you. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we do that, plus we nurture, plus we work, plus we lead, plus we have our own ambitions. It's just like, being a woman and being a black woman, it could be overwhelming because mm-hmm. it's like, we try to do so much and we do it. But it's just like, <sighs> I want to relax sometimes. So I just have no doubt that any woman, especially a black woman, could do literally anything and, and probably is the best person to lead anything, especially this country. That's true. I mean, I just think about um, your administrative people. Like, a majority of people, like your CEOs, they're, um, what are they called? They're assistants. Mm-hmm. What are they? Majority of assistants are basically women. The, and they're the leaders women. usually. Yeah, they're, they're the doing all. They the are work. doing all the work. They are the ones who are planning the meetings, getting all the materials for the meetings. They are the ones who are setting up everything. Mm-hmm. You think about just the, mm-hmm. what uh, an assistant does. I think women are ready to do it. Mm-hmm. We just, you know, I think it's just our own personal we limitation that we put get yeah, put on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and then just other people's limitations, like you know, Jazz said. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't, like, as far as our capability, I definitely think we're well overqualified. We're more than capable. It's just a matter of time, I guess, now. Yeah. A matter of time. It's just Timing. like 2018. And it's just like, it's a matter of time, but then you look back to, like, 10,000 years ago when women <laughs> were really ruling the whole Egypt and everything. It's so, it's just like, we've been there. We just got to, we've been so conditioned. Conditioned. We've been conditioned to think that we we are supposed to be in this certain type of role, and I'm not saying that we're we're not like what's that already like we're automatically nurturers and things of that nature. But it's just like it could go beyond that. You can nourish a nation, and that might be mm-hmm. what we need. That could be what we need to heal the nation. Yeah, this is true. So nurturing does heal you back. Like you said, since the world is being ran by men, that's what the vast majority is going to see the lens, through the lens of the world in. I like the fact that women are so sexualized. If a woman was to portray another woman on TV, she wouldn't necessarily, well, not in all cases, but if we were just being um, on a, you know, in a 
in a perfect world, if, so to speak, then I don't think women would be so sexualized on just the commercials, the, any type of media, in order for a woman to get that glorious spotlight that she desires, I feel like you have to come with it sexually and, and be seductive. You have to, and I feel like it's coming from a man's, a man's perspective. Because it's a man's world. Because yeah. it yeah. is a man's world. And it's just, it's like even just, yeah, I'm, I'm going to just stop it there. I'm going to stop it there. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to just stop it. I'm going to just stop it. I feel like it does have to be good. I don't know, guys. I'm so thankful for being a woman, but I really find myself in a hard place a lot of times just because I don't want to be talking about myself, but I just know me. So I can only tell y'all what I know about myself. And just being so strong-willed and being so ambitious and being and wanting to be a leader um, in my own company and things of that nature, it's just like sometimes it gets really hard, maybe like when dating and stuff like that because you need someone who's also going to be a leader. Like I'm not a person who wants somebody to bounce me out. Like I'm the leader and you're just like, oh, yeah, honey, just do this, do that. Uh Like I need a man who's going to be like, (laughs) look, woman, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like sometimes it's hard even with dating because – Men get intimidated by someone who's ambitious. They do. Some men who yeah. is a go-getter, who has, like, their mind on something. It's like, right. bang. So you like, <laughs> and I ain't trying to be with no weak man. So it's just really hard I in that it. aspect sometimes. That just made me think about a couple I saw. The guy's shirt said, I'm the boss. And then the woman, her shirt said, I'm the real. Like, real, <laughs> like, real big letter, yes. the real boss. Yes. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. But um, going on to your point, I mean, that independent woman, mm-hmm. I don't know why people get so... Why are they so hung up on it? Yeah. I know. I know either. I think it's more so, it has something to do with stability. And I'm going to just say stability. Because it could be said another way. It could be said as control. It could be said as um, just power that power factor it makes you feel more powerful if the woman has to depend on you if she's independent Mm. you can kind of get intimidated like maybe she can walk away and and realize that she don't need me or don't have to put up with this so it's like a fear factor in a sense that when someone even parents go through this with your first you know when you have a baby it needs you for everything and then the Mm -hmm. more it grows it's like oh my baby's growing up so fast you don't need me to put your clothes on anymore you don't need me to brush your teeth anymore and then you get a little bit more dependent and then oh now you don't even need me to drive you anywhere anymore you could drive on your own so it's like but i know i understand that and i know you're about to understand what i'm about to say too because Mm -hmm. it's just like isn't it even better when you can say dang she could get her own but she wants me like Hell yeah! Like, <laughs> but I, and to add one to that, I think you can be independent and still be submissive. Like you, it's, yes. it's not like either or. Like right, you can right. still, you know, be a woman who has her own job, her own money, but still have a husband and depend on him mm-hmm. and to look, to look to him to lead and to yes. you know be a protective provider. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree, uh, one zillion percent. I just think a zillion. <laughs> I just think we've been conditioned into thinking, or not even necessarily we, maybe our men have been conditioned mm. into thinking that if you got you a woman, because I've heard men, because we don't know what men are being coached. We need to act like, come on the show, like three men, we could have this conversation with them too, what the hell do y'all expect? 
Because <laughs> I'm about to get get mine. Right. Because like, we just don't know. We don't know what they are being taught. Like, son, go out and get you a wife that needs you or that <laughs> don't want to work so you can take care of her. Like, Because honestly, some men don't want you, like, some men do not want you to just be out there all the time. And I understand. Yeah. I understand because some men have visions so big. They're like, dang, I just want you to have, my, I just want you to be there on my side helping like, me I out. I want to be a brave mm-hmm. woman. I want to take care of you. Yeah, yeah I, I want to take care of you. To... Yeah, I mean, but I'm like, I would prefer a man who wants someone that's ambitious, you know? But some men, it's like, I just want you to be there to help me fulfill my dream and be there right. for the kids. And there's a lot of women like that. Like, I got your back, mm-hmm. you know? And let me, you could go ahead and shine, but it's like, so what do you have your own timing and just finding the right person who agrees with that? Like, some people, right? You know, it's that like, person, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. some women, it just may be, it's somebody out there for everyone. There's yes, no wrong exactly. way, no one type of woman there should be, and there's no one way a man should be, honestly. It's just fine. That's very true. You just it gotta find someone who works for you. Because I could totally, completely understand if, like, I could, like, if there's a basketball player and he's, like, always on the grind, he's like, girl, I just want you, this happened in Grownish, but anyways, <laughs> anyways, but he's like, girl, I just want you to follow me around, like, I need my wife there, you know, I don't want you out there doing all this other stuff, like, I want you, I need you by my side, I could understand that, you know That's what I mean? okay. So, but it, and there's nothing wrong with that. We can okay. talk about that too. Um, on Blackish, they mm-hmm. even had an episode where Dre was trying to get uh, Bo to be like a stay-at-home mom, and <laughs> you know, it was like right after she had the baby, and it was time for her to uh-huh. go back to work. He was like, you know, if you don't want to go back, you don't have to go back. Like, I got you. I can hold it yeah, out. Like, yeah. I make enough money to you know take care of it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women don't like they look down on that role. And, mm. and, and what is it? What's so wrong about being? A stay-at-home. I'm just like you're passionate yeah. about, you know, working, having your own money, you know, being a successful CEO. Like mm-hmm. some people are passionate about being a stay-at-home mom, like taking exactly. care of their kids, taking care of their husband. Like, exactly. you know, as soon as he walks in, I'm gonna have his dinner ready. I'm gonna have mm-hmm. his laundry, you know, clean. Like the house is looking <laughs> neat. Like some people take <laughs> yeah, pride you are so that. right about that. So I'm gonna talk on. I want to talk on to both of them real quick. Yes. So the one about the stay-at-home mom. I think, well, growing up, I was raised by my grandmother, and I think she was a kind of a stay-at-home mom, but she wasn't, like, 100% stay-at-home mom. But for the most part, she was the one that, like, took pride in cleaning the house, having his supper ready on the table, my grandfather's supper ready. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If that's what you, the type of woman you are and you will honestly, genuine. It's all about finding your happiness, your peace, your sac- sacred space. If that makes you genuinely, sincerely happy and feel like you're living in your divine purpose by taking care of your home, by all means, I say do that and do that to its very, very best. But for the women that don't do that, I feel like it's partly has something to do with witnessing that stay-at-home mom. Um, and then... And we've seen it all the time, especially on Tyler Perry movies. It, like, <laughs> Where is like this is about to go. This is about to go. <laughs> so, like, that woman that devoted her life. Charles, I devoted my life to you, Tyrell. Yes, and then yes. he just <laughs> cheated on her with the such and such. And then it's yeah. like, now I'm left with nothing. So she was working so hard. And and all she, this. Is that what she's talking about? Like, you, the woman who works so hard that she forgets about her family. And her no, 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 no. Okay, let me reel it back. 
Which Tyler so, Perry? Right, right. I'm like <laughs> the one with uh, I don't even remember the. Oh, when she he dragged her out with the wheelchair. He was in the wheelchair. Was she was she a stay at home? I don't know if she was a stay at home mom. Was she? But I know the the man was really really wealthy and she didn't have to really work for anything yeah. or that whole type like you can work but you your man really yeah. the breadwinner and if you, he was to leave you tomorrow you would be without anything. Got you. Type yes. deal. I'm speaking for that type of woman. Okay. I so see. okay. Yeah. So so who's like fully dependent? Like she has nothing going mm-hmm, on. Right. Like it's just I am dependent on you to to live and survive. Exactly. Right. And I'm just like there to an extent. I don't think that that's healthy. Like, like if you, I look at basketball wise, there's women out here who like they are. That's what they looking for. Like they go to a school, like to college, looking for a meal ticket. Yeah, like yes, yes, that's crazy. Okay, I see what you're saying. I mean, I I don't want to say crazy, but I I mean, no. Can I just say like my mom? She tells me this all the time. She's like, I wanted to be a a a housewife, like, and she she ended up being the breadwinner. I want to be a housewife. Cause and she was like, cause y'all, she told me this today, and I love her for that. She was like, y'all are all I cared about, really. <laughs> she was like, y'all, are, y'all are my everything. Like y'all were my main focus, which is probably not that healthy, but um, but she <laughs> oh, ended up being their kids before they yeah, yeah, being a she ended up being not that, but um, she still was an amazing mother. Yeah. But I think it's I think being a housewife, like if that's what you wanted to be, I think there's. That that's huge. Like if you're cooking, like I, if you're cooking and cleaning and having supper wet ready every day and just having sanity, I think that's a huge deal. Like mm-hmm. huge deal. But uh, and I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Like at all. Even if the person is, you know, a basketball player, you're dependent right. on them financially. Um, so I don't know. So is it the intention? Is that where you were it's going? It's the intention with it. Yes. So like some women want to be the the mother who takes care of the household and take care of their husband, and some women are just looking for the like they're the gold. Yes, type. exactly. Just be clear. And then I also was trying to say the reason why. Okay, the how the um the independent more so to speak how the numbers of the independent women grew based on maybe women that were once dependent on their men they had to depend on them for everything and then they got hurt they then taught the next generation coming up saying hey we don't need to depend on men Mm. because it's not uh, a for sure thing the only and this is what my dad told me growing up jasmine get your own this get your own that because men out here could tell you something and they their actions could be doing another thing that's what i so when you teach a child this it can sway their way of of even thinking because i'm like i probably would have never thought of anything like that had my dad not told me that growing up because i was like so so real question i was like dad so man because this is when i was dating my high school boyfriend and i was just like you know he loves me this this, and that and he's like you know men would tell you they love you and i was like you tell women you love them just to (laughs) he's like well, since you're my daughter, I'm going to tell you the truth. Yes, I do. I was like, damn, my own daddy out here doing it like that. Maybe I do need to be an independent woman. I'm like, and, cause, yeah. and I'm thinking, like, my dad is amazing. And I still think he's amazing. At least to me, he's always been amazing. So mm-hmm. it's just like, so that conditioning, like, once you teach a child, like, don't be independent because you got to get yours out here in this world. And so you pass down based on whether you were hurt by someone wh- wh- hurt by a man by being in a dependent relationship where if you were a man doing the hurting 
you could teach the next generation and then they now teach the next generation like you need to be dependent i mean independent as a woman like teaching yeah yes i mean i think it was that too and also it was just the fact that you you think about back in the days when they were taking care of the home and had men who went off to war mm-hmm. the women had to step up at home they had to be the ones who were working in factories they had That's to take true. on these different positions so it's that plus you know just as the time change it changed women had to step up into different roles that's true yeah. that's so true and another thing to keep in a thousand um it's just like back in the day most women were dependent on men they were the breadwinners they were mm-hmm. at home mm-hmm. that's just how it was um but um, a lot of these men were cheating on their wives, and they did it because they knew they weren't going anywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of men had whole fam like that two families um, and things of that nature, and and that could be what's passed on. It's like okay, I have to make sure I support myself because if this man cheat on me, I don't want to be stuck. Yes, that's what um, I was trying to make. And so yeah, I felt like you were going that way. And so, but instead of us being like conditioned, like I want to be independent out of fear because of right. someone leaving me. It should be more out of information. Like, it's just really good to have your own money or something to fall back on. It shouldn't be a cycle of fear. It should just be a cycle of, you know, we should be able to help have two incomes. You leave an inheritance mm-hmm. for our, our children to grow exactly. and build them to be, you know, this empire productive together. empire together. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, you know, we might be passing down this independence. That's not really very so healthy. It has to be. Our reasoning is wrong. We, yeah. So it's okay to be independent. It's just not for those reasons. Right. right. Not out of uh, fear. Infidelity. I love how you yeah. said that. That's not beautiful. Out of fear. Like, I don't even want to think about someone cheating on me. I want to yeah. know that they're not, have trust that they're not. But I also want to, you know, have a cushion just because I think that's really healthy to have yeah, something is. that you just own. never know. Like somebody may lose their job, and you have you to, have to step up. Yeah, because it happens exactly. all the time. It does. Like mm-hmm. nothing is permanent. Yeah, nothing's permanent. You never know what's gonna happen. So mm-hmm. that's very important. Uh, so it's a lot that goes into it. And just talking, going back to like being a career woman, and so I feel like people get people get give that a bad rap too mm-hmm. and like i was telling you guys earlier it's just like why, why, why do y'all think that's like people get a bad rap for that for just being like career woman <laughs> like i don't understand i mean i think it's like jazz said we just can't i think sometimes women throw it in people's face and it's like you know i'm this i'm, I'm i have this degree this mm-hmm. degree i make this amount of money you know i deserve this and you know they're just i, I don't know like bougie just how they carry themselves you know what I think it might be like we st- I think we yeah. just have to remain humble like even though we may reach these positions and we may have make a certain amount of money you know just not getting so cocky with it that's true we have to remember our humbling beginnings like I love how you said that because we do. We get on a pedestal and we just like sometimes we forget that we actually had to climb up to the top of this pedestal. So that, or just think, not even that. Like it's we already know the statistics that there, there aren't as many men, you know, graduating. How, well, if we talk about ourselves, black, black women, women, yeah, black, black women, you know, mm-hmm. we we're outliving people. So it's just we have to understand the dynamics already that we're outnumbered mm-hmm. or we're outnumbering them. So. I'm not saying settle or come down on what you know who you should be with, but being more 
just like I said, not being as cocky with it. Just throwing it in that person's face. You yeah. Know? I, I really agree with that I just agree. because I think I just caught myself doing something like that. <laughs> and I'm not even saying it was like I wouldn't say it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. in my mind I'm thinking like, God help me. <laughs> I'm thinking like, okay, I do this, I do that, I do this, I do that, right? <laughs> Might not say it like, but then you already like when searching like, for, for what a you mate, got. Yeah. you're thinking like, okay, you're mm-hmm. here, but like you might be this age, you might be older than me, and you still, I have this much more. Like, but I had to check myself like recently, and <laughs> I had to say, okay, it's more than this. It's like it's more than finances. Mm-hmm. It's just like, are you gonna be the woman who just comes into a relationship and everything? Like he's got more than you and stuff like that are you gonna be with somebody based off of you know their purpose in life or you know who who they could be maybe they need you there to spark to help to help get them where they supposed to be but it's just a really hard thing like we were talking about in our live podcast it's like you have to be able to different to differentiate differentiate between a man that is just potential and a man that is actually going somewhere. So it's really mm-hmm. hard because as women, we are ready. We want to help everybody. So we yes. see a man struggling. We're like, oh, baby, I'm going to help you get there. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they stay there with or without your help. But then there's another man that's like, oh, you help so many people so much. It's like, and they stayed kind of in the same place that you're scared to help that guy mm-hmm. who might just really need you and really is going to grind to, you know, one day take care of you and the family mm-hmm. and fulfill his purpose. So it's just like. Well, you gotta have that discernment from God, I guess. You yes, know, to who, who, and you really can't think too highly of yourself because one day you can have a job and one day you can't. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all get knocked off. We all taking leaps of faith, and that's gotta be okay. And it has to be more than like financial when you're looking at you know relationships and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And and to go back on that, um, how you were saying that you gotta determine whether the man is actually set up for success or is it just wishful thinking like right. is that potential actually gonna blossom or is that potential just gonna always stay potential that can too what i'm finding can flip on and off like a light switch because mm-hmm. i've been reading this book so maybe when you first started dating the guy they on a grind that potential is mm-hmm. manifesting is cultivating into something that's just about to be beautiful but then you start dating or maybe y'all even in the beginning relationship maybe y'all were already dating and it just slowly dies down and then you're like okay am i wasting my time or am i supposed to stick around to allow this this so-called potential to blossom we got to understand that our life happens in cycles so a relationship there is going to be some times where they are going to be up and it's going to seem like they just can't miss a, a beat like it good just keep pouring into their lap flowing into their lives and then you're there with them since See, when we, get in, when we get into a relationship, we see people at their highest of high and their lowest of low. And so when they are on them low days, those low days, and they do arise, and that's really going to be the test of time to show you, is your relationship worth anything? Is all those things that, that's going to, like, for you to get through the trials and the tribulations and then say we've overcame that mm-hmm. and we're still here and we withstood, we withstood all of that still withstanding anything and enduring anything that there is to come that's when you can because i just think about it and i just love toby and fab because 
Like, he always talks about this jokingly, or not even jokingly, just being seriously on his shows. He's like, man, this girl loved me when I was broke, y'all. When, when you you say broke, broke was what I was. Like, I didn't have anything to my name. And she was right there, like, with me, grinding through the mud. She didn't know whether the potential was going to just always be potential, because that's a risky situation for women in general. And, and I think about that as well, even with myself. And, and just having conversations with Deborah's dad, and he's telling me things like, you know, don't worry about the money. Because like, although he's a very wealthy man now, he's like, I was not like this when I first married to, um, his, wife. his wife. And, and I, it's just like, we have to understand, like, that's going back to the powers as a woman, because this is our story, women. We have mm-hmm. to understand, like, I think it really comes to how spiritually in tune as a woman you are with God and, and you can help your man manifest anything. There is no limits, only the limits we put on ourselves. Yeah. It made me think about, like, just thinking about stuff and dating and stuff like that. It's just like you have to be able to – it's like not settling, right? We be saying, yeah. oh, don't settle for anything, but you have to really think about, okay, is this person worth – going through this for like is this mm-hmm. worth like if you really love a person it's like okay maybe I can you know be with this person because this is like you know it's gonna be all right mm-hmm. like I'll be broke with this person like I want to I would rather struggle with him to be in a mansion with him you exactly. know what I'm saying so it's like there's some mm-hmm. things you can take and some things that you can't um but I think it's just like you have to weigh out those options like who would you rather spend life with it's not about really finances mm. it's just about like who's filling your soul. Like, I'd rather help impact the world than just be on a yacht at the beach, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you Make really it. gotta think about that kind of stuff when you're choosing your mate. And it doesn't mean that you're settling just because they might not have enough money right now. They might right not now. be where they are right now, but maybe they need your ass to help. And we're not trees. And I know sometimes that's what scares us as well. Like, if I make this decision, it's finalized, it's set, and we think about the society, what my this person going to think if, if I end this relationship or what is such and such going to think? It's like we have to just take and strip away. As hard as those things may sound, y'all, Lord knows they sound so hard, but as hard as those things may sound, if you were to find yourself in a relationship that you're unhappy with down the, later on down the line, I feel like we one has to have to thank God that for even blessing us with those those experiences that we share with that person. Because it, it was this quote or something that's saying that says like, just be thankful you had the opportunity to find and experience love. Because some people go their whole lives and never genuinely being in a, a passionate love, like where that vulnerable love, where you can really just say, I love you and really mean it. You've been in, maybe you were in, and like the the love that you just were sharing about the pretty yachts and maybe the facade of love, the idea of mm-hmm. love, the romance of love, but you've never genuinely been in love. So if it does happen, it doesn't happen the way you want it to turn out, still be thankful because it happened, because you were able to experience it when it was at its all-time high and amazing state. Yeah. And but I mean, I'm praying that that don't ever happen. None of us. Yes. (laughs) And none of you, too. None of you either. But also made me think about, if we just going to, like, stay on the thing. I know we're going to move to more movie stuff. But just stay on, like, this dating and relationship thing. It's, like, a lot of times, like, 
Like, we don't even have it all together. Like, women don't have it all together. We sometimes, we know our own potential. <laughs> it was like, you ain't even all that. Like, <laughs> right now. You know what I'm saying? But even if you are, sometimes we, I don't know. I don't want to say we gas ourselves up. Maybe because we already know our potential and we know where we're going. Like, mm-hmm. we usually know where they're going, especially black women. But also, it's just like, you, we're always thinking about what can you give me. Well, how can mm-hmm. you provide for me? How can you do this? Like, what are you doing for me when we need to kind of be thinking, like, you, we could not say what, but maybe see what they actually are giving to you, but also mm-hmm. think about... Ah, sorry. <laughs> but also thinking about what you could give them. Like, what are you giving them? Like, maybe mm-hmm. you being, you not giving anything because you always looking for what you're giving, like, asking yourself, what what can they give to me? Mm-hmm. We should be thinking totally different. We should be givers, not takers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just another thing to look at when dating and being in a relationship. Really look at yourself. Like, what are you giving them, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I love that you brought that up because that's so true. And in society, like you said, like, we women, we're judged, like, based on what your man can give to you. Yeah. Oh, he did this for you, girl. And what else? Tell him he needs to do this too. <laughs> and that three, and this twelve, yeah. and this fifteen, seventeen hundred, nine hundred and twenty-two billion. Girl, like, can I just? Can I just? Add it because it's like I'll go use y'all because y'all be like they all have great men. Even Deborah have a man, amazing, amazing man. That too. Y'all be like, ooh, Jarvis did this. Ooh, Kyle did this. Ooh, Opie did this. And I'm just like, damn, okay. When I finally get a man, like, I'm going to need him to like, do my nails, pay for my $200 jacket, um, drive down from Dallas just to say hi. Like, I'm like, oh, Lord, like. But you know what? See, that may be the opposite. Like, sometimes we may be focusing too much on other people. Yes. <laughs> trying to compare ourselves. Because I, I used that. Y'all, my mom would be like, "So and so child over here Ooh, doing, yeah. you know, they got this and this going on." And like, mama, y'all, you know, being and my hood on, they just got accepted to this. I'm like, okay, you and know, congratulations so to her. Ooh, I don't even want to go to med school. Like, like, <laughs> your cousin in California just got accepted into engineering school, and he supposed to finish early because he was top two in his class. So like, new. it's just that. Competi- it goes back to that competition between us as women. Like, you know, mm. and women, they want to brag on their kids. Oh, my child doing this, this, yes, this, this. Yes. Oh, okay, your child doing that. My child over oh, doing this, this. Girl, you know? my man doing so this. So it's this, like this. the same. So. It's like, yes. But I know it's not even a competition, but sometimes it can be a competition. I would never say, like, it's a competition between us. Yeah, but yeah, no, no, it no, also just thinks, like, they like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think, and this is um, one of my, <laughs> but to eliminate the feeling of feeling, and I know it's hard, guys. We all go through it. We can say, here's this prescription for it. Do this, and you'll never feel that way again. No, but check in ourselves when we do experience things like this. I feel like one of my friends told me, uh, Brother Jordan, shout out to him. He he said, like, anytime you see somebody, and so in in this case, when Tiffany sees things like, or if I hear things like Deborah telling me her man drove (laughs) four hours just to sit on her bed and talk to her for two hours and then had to drive back to work, I'd just be like, and so if you see some, like, a popping story like that, you just 
tell God, be like, it's for me. So bless me with something that's divinely mine so that it will eliminate that jealousy and it'll mm-hmm. nip it in the bud because the only reason why we're jealous is be- well, or envious is because we think that we, we can't either can't that. get that or, yeah, we pretty much we just can't get that. And so if you tell yourself, like, that's for me too. Or you see someone yeah. driving in a Maserati, like, oh, that's for me too. Or if yeah, you see someone have a beautiful family on the beach, oh, that's for me. Yeah. And you just go and it literally takes you outside of that situation and you fake plaster that your face on their face and then your future family or your future you just see yourself doing that thing if you say oh that's for me like that blessing will soon be mine somebody just got a two thousand dollar raise if they drive oh that's for me like so just it'll change our, our train of thinking and uh our it'll just put our mind in the right space so that we can attract the things that we do want into our lives because that's good because that competition thing where that comparing yourself thing is it's for real real mm-hmm. like i've seen grown people do it young kids <laughs> doing it us um, doing it like yeah. you ain't never gonna be happy because you ain't never gonna have what other people have <laughs> never. like you gonna have what you have ask for that's what's so divinely true. yours yes. like i caught myself being a little salty like um, i was with one of my companies for about a year and a half and uh, my boss brought in a new person, and I was like, you know, why didn't you pick me? You know, I'm right here. You know, and then having to um, help not really train her, but just kind of show her the ropes. And I'm like, man, this really should have been me. Like, I could have really been salty. I could have, mm-hmm. you know, went at that situation. I know, he did. He mm-hmm. did. Now I know he had something greater. But at that mm-hmm. moment, I was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm, I, I, you know what? And it, Really, I started talking to her, and I really ended up liking her. I was like, you know, she's newlywed, um, you know, just just got this new job. So I was like, you know what, this is for her. Mm-hmm. Right, this is right, her right, situation. right. And it made me feel good. I was like, you know what, okay, so my time is coming. You know, this yeah, might not be for me. I'm not going to be salty. I'm not going to rain on her parade. I'm going to help her out. I'm going to, you know, show her the ropes. And that's beautiful. And I think that. But that's not every person. Yeah, that's nobody. not every person, but God bless you with something better because you did show her grace and you were kind to her. Just think if you were negative to her, God probably like I ain't about to bless you with nothing because exactly. you stank. And that's, that's why I was, that's why I really wanted to really you know help her out because I was like I don't want nobody to do that to me. Right. You know. That's beautiful. So that's it's beautiful. tough. It's tough, but it can be done. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you guys keep thinking to like, okay, I know yes. it's on this way, you know. And sometimes yeah. it's just like we say this all the time. Sometimes you may not be ready. I was just talking to Jasmine about this, like, you know, like, may I want something so bad, but maybe I can't have it because I'm just not ready yet. Mm-hmm. And there's some things I have to do within myself to be able to be prepared for whoever that person is or whatever mm-hmm. that job is. It's just like we want something so bad, so quick but not ready to have it or, you know, just need to wait a little longer for that person or that thing or whatever. Right. So, who knows? But uh, going back to women. <laughs> <laughs> that was all women. Women. We just go through a lot. And that's like, we have to think about all these different things. Whether it's being too much at a job, whether it's, am I being too much or too little in a relationship, or mm-hmm. am I being good, a good enough mom, and things of that nature. We think about all this stuff that we're trying to, we are just who we are. We're already amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we question ourselves so much. It's like, it could be a burden. And we care about everybody else so much. We often put other people before us. We try to save the world. Mm-hmm. And that's just how we build. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> literally trying to save the world. We're literally trying to save but the world. I, I mean, I don't want us to try to save the world to, to, to a point to where it becomes a flaw. So, to the detriment of yourself? To the detriment yeah. of ourselves, because we do have to understand how to adapt in this world. And that's ultimately what ensures survival. And survival, when I say survival, survival I mean remaining here at a happy, positive, blissful state. So in order to in order to be that, you have to adapt to the world that you have been given. And I'm not saying like let lay down, roll over and say, this is the way things is, let me throw my own dreams, goals, aspirations for myself behind me. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying like adapt in an intelligent way. Like if you know you've been given and given and given because there is a saying you need to give I mean, you got to put your oxygen mask on before you can say someone else. So make sure you good. Make because I know women, like you said, we have a tendency to overgive and give our last of the last, last, last. Because we're just so compassionate and we're caring and we just want to save the world. Like literally, what you just said. And yeah. sometimes that can be to a fault. First, you have to make sure you good, you straight, and then you give, especially after experiencing someone who just didn't take your your giving your your giving of yourself as in, in such high regard as it should be should have been yeah another thing is just like women sometimes i don't think that we know that we're worthy or that we're valued like we know but we don't really know like we mm-hmm. know we might say it do you don't really know? That's why we used to be dating, um, doubting ourselves so much. Like it's like you are worthy of children. You are worthy of everything. Everything that God has for you. So it's just like it's really just being still and not chasing anything, mm-hmm. and just being aligned and in your purpose, so that things could come to you, and knowing that you are worthy and that you are worthy to accept everything that is good everything. in your life. So. I don't know. So. <laughs> so, who are some women who inspire you, ladies? Inspire my fire? <laughs> who inspires my fire? Yes. Girl, do we? Do you got time? Cause um, <laughs> top five, top five, top, top five, top five. five. Okay, okay. Look, y'all, I can't. I'm... Okay, okay. You could do know, so I... inspiration, like women from afar, and then you could do actual close women. I'll do women from afar. Okay. Okay. All right. Y'all know y'all already know who's gonna be though. <laughs> y'all know it's gonna be Shameless, Maya. Shameless Maya. Maya, Lord Jesus. Y'all, I was just listening to her say, okay, Shameless Maya. If I haven't already explained this to you guys, she is an amazing YouTuber, but she she's is. also like a dynamic creative. Like she does she so is. many things and that's why I really like Mm. She's, she's super popping and she actually just did a YouTube video and she talked about her breakup with um, the man she was with mm-hmm. and it really resonated with me I, I didn't break up with anybody but she was just like saying like she already kind of I don't know she was basically saying she was putting the man first and not God first mm-hmm. and I could see myself not putting anybody first but wanting to but uh, wanting something so much that I was like, you know, want to hop into something and just be like, okay, I'll figure this out. This whole God thing out when in mm. actuality, I need to be looking at God first and always. Always. Um, and always, always. whatever it is, job, man, anything mm. that comes second. 
And it was just like, she was so, she's so inspirational that she shares her life. Like she shares everything, almost everything. Well, what we see, what she allows us to see mm -hmm. to help encourage us. And though she does like tech talk, she does beauty stuff, but she also invites us into her life to, you know, you know, see the real, mm -hmm. you know, what's really happening and to help with her, with her saying like, she went through this and this is what she was doing wrong. It helps me see, okay, oh, you did this wrong. I want to make sure I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. And I get to learn it faster. And I just think that's such an inspiration. And uh, her grind is so amazing. So mm -hmm. that, that's one of my number one inspirations. Uh, I'm not going to really extend on other people uh, from afar, but also her friends. Uh, Shan Boudram, who's a sexologist. Uh, she's another person who also like tells her story. She's really blunt and to help other people in. Francesca, hey friend, hey, she has her own podcast on the friend zone and her spirituality is amazing. Her vibes are great. And they're just women I really look up to because they're women's women. Like they help each other. Shan, um, Shameless Maya, Francesca, that whole crew, like they are not in the competition and they're both, they're all like to me at the top and um, helping each other get to the top. And when I hear Shameless Maya talk about her friends, it made me think about y'all because y'all are the the real ones. <laughs> so that wow. woman's sisterhood that so Shane's fine. She's inspired me. Yes. Cosign. Shane's fine is dope. Super dope. Who y'all got? I would say mine right now is um Aisha Curry. I'm gonna lie, she's mm. just been doing the dang thing to me. I'm just she like, is. Yes, girl, yes. Yes, slay life. You know, just her love with her husband, mm. you know, her Career-wise, you know, her you know, starting her book, her collection, you know, just her family. She's at, she just does it all. She does it she all. Does. She's like a perfect example. She is. And a, a good person to look up to. Yes. No, I have to look more into Yes, that's like my outward view one. And then, um, of course, my mother and my grandmother, just the women in my family. I just love the man. <laughs> um, and I look up to them for each of them for different things. Uh, whether it's love, just career, mm -hmm. um, I just love our people. Yes, and they <laughs> made an amazing journey. They mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. We're grateful to have. Yes, yes. For me, for sure, for sure, my two aunties, shout out to you, Annette and Cheryl, my grandmother. Oh, I love her. I was just thinking about them. Um, who else? Man, those ladies are so amazing. I really appreciate them. Um, from then, okay, it gets weird. As I was growing up, not even weird, just growing up, I would say my coaches, many of my the female coaches from uh, middle school, Coach Ford made a huge impact in my life. Uh, my high school school coaches, shout out to you ladies. My college coach, yes. she, like, I feel like I was always in a heavy condition basketball environment. So mm -hmm. the my coaches, whether, whether male or female, they had a huge say in my life. But I really am so grateful for the ladies that, that the, the female coaches that I was surrounded by. And even the male coaches, their wives, I was really close with them. So um, them and Deborah's mom. Mm -hmm. Deborah's mom made a tremendous impact. She showed me what it was like to just be so spiritual. 
Yes, that was her spirituality, how important it is to have a a strong, solid foundation in spirituality and having Mm -hmm. a family and having a relationship. Like seeing those all blended together. I had never experienced anything like that. I've seen it, but I ain't never experienced it like that, like that, like that. So shout out to to the Gillis Harry family and Fina, the Gillis Harry mommy. I love you. Um, Who else? I think. And Indy Ari. Indy Ari, like growing up, like her music, something like Lauryn Hill too. What is this? How you gonna win if you ain't right with them? Like, just those positive female artists that was right. born. Yeah, we could talk all day about women artists' inspirations. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, like I felt like they were singing so my many, story yeah. so many days. Got you through so many breakups, so many heartbreaks. Yes, <laughs> like Even just Beyonce. Like I don't want to sound cliche, yeah, but these sexy women just yeah, you like need any that. vibe you want. Like you can kind of a music Janelle song. Janelle, Janelle, May, women yes. like Erica Badu, like all of that, all of them. So. Yeah, yeah. I gotta shout out my mama real quick. She's my number one inspiration. Like literally, I know how to be a mom because she's my mom. Like the way she prayed for me, the way she spoke life into me, the way she's just my best friend. She shows me so much love. Like she taught me how to love. She tells me. Everything she's been through, almost everything, so I don't go through it. She's like, watch out for this. Watch out for that. Sometimes she's a little too open. <laughs> like, okay, all right, all right, all right. But she really... And you need that. You yeah, do. I do need that. So, oh, like, ah, she is everything. I am who I am because of her, and I just, I'm so grateful. And I was listening to T.D. Jakes um, last night and this morning, and he was talking about as parents and as um people in business and everything in life you have to be a builder like you have to build your children Mm -hmm. um because like they're going to emulate what you do and sometimes we get mad at them and sometimes we get mad at them but they're just emulating you Mm -hmm. um so but you have to take time to actually build your child and not all parents do that they don't build them they're just like here you're out here in the world figure it out but no like my mom really took the time to build me piece by piece spiritually Mm -hmm. she loved me she cultivated me and Mm -hmm. i just there's no greater love than your mama's love. Like, thank you, mommy, Connie Malone. Like, she. I understand. I know that I would not have done a lot of things without my mom. Like, it's, I know, I would have probably just stayed in my room all day, just probably just doing my own thing. But she really did push me to, you know, try dance, you know, sports, basketball, you know, instruments. Like, she was like, you're going to do any and everything. Like, you, you're going to do it. That's yeah. amazing. Yes. That's amazing. So, I can agree with that. Yeah. I am a so, mother's daughter. Yes. <laughs> yes. You even laugh like her. Stuff like that. <laughs> 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 and dress like her. <laughs> but, yeah. Stylish mom. That's amazing. But not everybody has a mom, you know? So, mm-hmm. it's just good to have, you other know, other inspirational women, other inspirational yeah, women to look up to. Yes. It's important to be that inspirational woman. Or other women who mm. may not have that. So, you know, it's women, femininity is very important to have in life because just like um, masculinity is that balance, is that perfect balance. Perfect balance. So, I don't know what, what, what more what can we talk about. I like all women. They're so strong <laughs> and amazing, and I'm so grateful to be one. <laughs> so great. Yeah. 
I guess it just like really goes into like we're so magical and we're so aligned and so beautiful <laughs> that um, it's like we got to make sure, like you were saying earlier, that we're using our 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 magic for greatness. Like, cause we can, we have so much to give, and I think so much that the being divinely a woman is just like we have to make sure that we take on that responsibility of being a woman and and using it to our best abilities for the good, not the bad. Something that is, it can be hard. Like some women, is <laughs> I mean, it takes a lot to be a woman, like you said, and it takes a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of struggle, but with the right people around you, it can be done. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And just know that you're worth it, especially as like a black woman. Just thinking about jobs and stuff in generally. Uh, there's like this quote that goes around it's like when you're asking for money or something like that we tend women essentially we ask for lower or we accept lower or we pay lower and a lot of times it's because we don't ask for more and it's like when you go into negotiations act like you're a a, a white man a white straight man basically so it's like be that bull when you're asking for thinking about negotiations <laughs> I just couldn't help but think about Monique did y'all think what did y'all feel about this situation so, like, did you, you know, she, she was like she was a white man right she was trying to get her money her money back okay she had a lot <laughs> there's, there's a lot of things that go into this okay okay, okay. Um, she was right she should not have been paid $500,000 okay. yeah. $500, for Netflix that's absolutely absurd like, they, they giving out money they, like, giving, they out giving out money, out money. She they got it. They got it. They definitely got it. So like, I'm gonna need you to add million, like make it a million, make it five like, million. Halfway, please. Yes, but she didn't have to say <laughs> boycott, boycott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after you gave my man Dave Chappelle some money, he's about to get Tim Diaz some money. Like, oh, yeah. it was just like it was she a boy. It. it was too much of like too fast too soon like i really i agree with her she was getting paid too they asked for too low but she did what she was supposed to she said she went into negotiations she asked for more but sometimes you don't always get what you ask for and sometimes you it's not that's just how it is and you have to move on it doesn't mean that someone's being racist against you or sexist it's like no they don't think you're worth that you go show them that you're worth it somewhere else like mm -hmm. that's what getting turned out from a job like you don't want to be at a job who's sexist or racist or you, you know you just move on mm -hmm. and you don't have to tell everybody to boycott yeah, <laughs> just true. leave right this is true i mean shit it happened to me like i asked for my money i didn't get not one response like i i applied for this job they offered me a position it was a certain pay i wasn't feeling it mm -hmm. and yes you know it was a full-time job which is what i needed it mm -hmm. may not have been the rate that i wanted but no, I just wasn't feeling it. You, you knew your word. You knew it. Uh -uh. So you had to get the money. Uh -uh. Should I have asked no, for money, more money too? And I ain't get it. I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you want this much? Right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so it happens. It does happen. <laughs> so that whole thing. Like, I really understand. But yeah. it's just, I feel like she just really went around it the wrong way. And then she was putting other people's names out there. I don't think you should ever do that. Oh, you got to protect their troops. Yes. But, girl, that was a good... I think that was all we had for her story. Y'all have anything you'd like to share about her stories, please make sure 
they're okay and they approve of you sharing somebody else's story. <laughs> yes, or tell us some women who inspire you. Any women in your community? I want to know. Doing big things. Yes, I want to know them, especially them in Houston, so we can link right. up. Yes, because that's important too. Like we were talking about the competition earlier with um, women, especially Black women, but it's just like it, you go so much further when you actually link up. And I'm grateful because, like, a lot of women in Houston that are doing the doing the dang thing, they are like we reach out to them and they reach out to us. Mm-hmm. So it's just like we know that we cannot get far alone without yes. each other. Yeah. Without each other, we need. We need, we need each need other. Ain't so no independent here. We Thank all depend you. on one another. Thank you. So how can I even be an independent woman? I'm hella dependent on y'all asses. <laughs> I am. <laughs> like, to the fifth, fifth million power. <laughs> but yes, guys, before we leave, what time is it? It's affirmation, affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. So if this is your first time tuning in on the Inspire Fire podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive I am affirmation. So what is an affirmation? An affirmation is any positive or negative statement that you could be using to transform your life, either for the good or for the bad. So even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So even when you're feeling weak, even when you're feeling broke, poor, ugly, wounded, whatever the case may be, you do not affirm that you're feeling those things. You speak life over yourself. Tell yourself, I'm feeling great, amazing, abundant, ready to just go be prosperous and live out my best life. So there's three of us and five trillion of you all. So let's go ahead and share with you our positive I am affirmations. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that's all good. I'm going to steal this girl's um, affirmation because it was, it was bomb. <laughs> and just like she walking through this beautiful house and I was like, girl, yes, I affirm all of that in my life. But anyway, so I was just going to say like, okay, God's wealth is circulating in my life. Mm-hmm. His wealth flows through me, flows to me and through me in abundance all of my needs, dreams, and goals are met instantaneously by an infinite power. Mm. I am one with God, and God is everything. That's so funny. I love that because there's this girl is following on Instagram, and she had my affirmation too. It said, <laughs> God's wealth is circulating in my life. His wealth flows to me and through me in abundance. All of my needs, dreams, and goals are met instantaneously. By an infinite power, I, I'm one with God. <laughs> God is everything. Yeah, that's funny because I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just awesome. I was like, yes. <laughs> no, real talk. I receive all of this, and that's my affirmation too. So, God, so everybody, repeat after, her. repeat after So on three, we all just gonna say that God's wealth is circulating in my life. His wealth flows to me and through me in abundance. All I need, dreams, goals are met instantaneous, instantaneously by the infinite power. I receive that all right now. So y'all go drop your (laughs) I am affirmations below. And we'll see y'all next week. Or actually in two more days. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure y'all share this podcast everywhere. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us a five-star review and leave us something nice. Um, Share this on social media, Twitter, 
um, Facebook, Instagram, and we are Soul Feeling Podcast everywhere. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, on YouTube, and on Apple Podcasts, and on Google Play. So, mm-hmm. hey, check hey, us out. Check us out. Let we'll us know what you, you want to hear. Let yes. us know what you want us to talk about. You can literally email us at soulfeelingpodcast at gmail.com. So easy. Super easy. <laughs> we want to know. Or slide up in our DMs. Yes, we please. Open. If you want to be one, you want to connect with us, let us know. Let us know. Yes. Drop in our email, DMs, any of the above. Until next time. We go down in the DMs.